Hi, everybody. Welcome back to episode 96 of the Simply One Podcast. I'm your host, Colin, and I'm joined by my co-host, Chris. Hey, how are we doing, everybody? We're just a couple of best friends passionate about all things pop culture. If you're looking for lukewarm takes on movies, video games, TV shows, or even the occasional comic, then we got the show for you. That's right. That's fucking right. Yeah, I guess. That's how we do shit yeah, around here. I don't lie to you, you mm. know. I'm tell you that shit for free. Yeah, I might hide some stuff, <laughs> but... I'm not like past allegations. Yeah, I'm not like yeah. <laughs> not bold, not boldfaced lying. I'm just you know bending the truth. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> obscuring the truth. You know, <laughs> hiding the truth beyond the reality, beyond the horizon. They're putting chemicals in the waters. <laughs> Turn the fucking frogs gay. Slam my hand on the table. Red faced. He got in like serious <clears throat> water for accusing that. Um, he got the sandy serious. the Sandy Hook. Yeah, it's not serious water. He was. Taken to court and yeah. found guilty. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you got so hot Well, he water. didn't get jail time for it, did he? No, he got fined like a trillion dollars. How do you escape that? Like, you, you, just, uh, you bankrupt? Well, no, I think they even put in like some, like they put in certain restrictions and things like that, that like he can't get away from it. Like that man will, Be- they'll garner his wages till the day he dies. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Like no, I ain't against it. Yeah, no, no like I, good. I ain't up the path to try to defend no. that. Yeah, when he dies, I'll have to liquidate his assets to try and make him whole again. And if they fucking don't, his kids blow it. I don't think he has any kids. Well, next again. Dog. Yep. <laughs> they send fucking knee breakers to find his dog. Where's the fucking money, you shithead? Where's yeah. the money, shithead? I think it's in there. Let me take another look. <laughs> Down there somewhere. Let me take another look. <laughs> Uh, anyways, uh, this week we decided we were going to, you know, not see anything good. And instead we stayed home and watched Rebel Moon because uh, Chris is a big fucking baby. And was like, Iron Claw doesn't look good. And I was like, well, everybody else says otherwise, my man. And uh, this Rebel Moon business also doesn't fucking look good. And you're like, I just want to see how bad it is. Well, yeah. <laughs> without any spoilers, we'll uh, later on we'll talk about how good or bad it is. <clears throat> You're really kicking me while I'm down. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's been kind of a slow news week with uh, the holidays and everything. I'm sure a lot of companies are taking a hiatus and they'll get back on the high horse here at the start of the year. But uh, one of the biggest things that I wanted to talk about up top is the fact that Mickey Mouse is in the public domain effective today. Yo. Uh, now, it is specifically Steamboat Willie. Mickey Mouse. Okay, yeah. You know, because, you know, they've, you know, redrawn them and things like that and updated them. But Steamboat Willie is in the public domain immediately effective, like, right now. Now, Like, can they take that away? Who's they? Disney? No. Once it's out there, it's out there. Mm. You can't, like, re... Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean that they can't use Steamboat Willie. It just means that they don't have the monopoly on them. And the really fun part about that is, like... I mean, there's rules around it. You can't, like, you can't use Steamboat Willie. You can't use the name Mickey Mouse. No. You can just use the likeness of that very specific version of Mickey. Mm-hmm. Um, you also can't make it seem like Disney is endorsing the thing that you're using them on. Okay. So, like, if I were to, the, the example that I saw that was a good, like, okay, that makes sense, is, like, a pair of Mickey ears mm-hmm. with a picture of Steamboat Willie on them. Would very heavily imply that this is official, like Disney merch, right? And if I'm selling that, Disney's heavily litigious and will come after you. Yeah, yeah, you'll get a cease and desist, hopefully. Um, so you have to make it very apparent that like this is not in any way associated with Disney, mm-hmm. you know. <clears throat> but it is out there, and in true fashion, we did get the trailer for the Mickey Mouse slasher film. No, dead ass. I haven't seen it called Steve so so it is being called Mickey's Mousetrap <laughs> can we watch it real quick yeah 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 let me uh, let me pull the trailer up here hold on let's talk about it real quick yeah let's talk about the concept so <clears throat> it is basically it sounds like they went you know what we're gonna do it's gonna be like a cross between Scream and Five Nights at Freddy's in okay. a way where like this slasher you know killer uh, shows up wearing like the Steamboat Willie mask, and the it's like a young girl's birthday, but she has to work late at like a, basically a Chuck E. Cheese, and so her friends come to her work to uh, like throw a party for her there, mm-hmm. and then the killer shows up. 
Okay. Yeah. So there you go. You got to watch the that trailer there with us or with me. Hashtag the mouse. <laughs> the is mouse out. is out. So it doesn't have a release date yet. But the creator did have, uh, so he was directed by Jamie Bailey, and he had a statement here where he was like talking with the Hollywood Reporter, and he says, uh, "We just wanted to have fun with it all. I mean, it's Steamboat Willie's Mickey Mouse murdering people. It's ridiculous. We ran with it and had fun doing it, and I think it shows." Yeah, I will say, <clears throat> just thinking back to like the first reveal of like Blood and Honey, mm-hmm. that looks like a better movie. Yeah, like the Mickey Mouse one does. Yes, uh, looks like a better movie than uh, Blood and Honey. I also feel like Blood and Honey didn't feel like they were having fun with it. No, they tried to take it It serious. felt too serious. And this was very like... I, I mean, the acting in this wasn't great in the trailer. Uh-uh. But it wasn't as bad as what we saw in Blood and Honey. Blood and Honey was tough. That was just the part... I will say the one part that got me. That was like It wasn't like a... But it was like a... Ooh. Yeah, creepy. Yeah. Um, is when Pooh just like has his black eyes with the golden the golden ring, ring. yeah, his golden he, iris. Yeah, and he's fucking drooling everywhere. And I was mm-hmm. like, Ooh. that's creepy. But uh, yeah, like the, they do very like the scream part is very like the. I mean, he literally does the "I'll be right back." And yeah. you're like, oh, well, he's dead because you said he'll be right back, and when you say that, you don't. You don't. I'm like, all right, yeah, we saw that thirty years ago in Scream. In Scream with Matthew Lillard. Who was in Five Nights at Freddy's? My God. It's full circle. My God. (laughs) Also, today, at the exact same time, uh, a Mickey Mouse-inspired horror game called Infestation 88 was announced. Uh, So, Nightmare Forge Games announced Infestation 88. It's a new one-to-four-player survivor horror co-op game. uh, Aiming to infuse nostalgia with terror. This is like from the initial release. Um, by twisting the now in the public domain Steamboat Willie into something much scarier, and it's in development for PC. They describe it saying, in the year 1988, uh, what was thought to be an outbreak of rodents in various locations morphed into something far more sinister. Uh, so sometimes you'll need to fight, sometimes you'll need to run, and sometimes you'll need to hide in a locker. You can set traps and utilize CCTV cameras to try and stay uh, one step ahead of the infestation. Uh, and item layouts are randomized in order to help keep matches fresh. And then they did put out like some screenshots and stuff, but it base it looks kind of um, like I'll show you the pictures here. Oh, that looks good. I say some of the yeah, like the first person, like the actual player perspective is pretty decent. The style of the the Mickey Mouse enemy is odd. It's a little like um, decayed or run down. I, it almost looks like an animatronic. I'm not sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the vibe I get. Mm-hmm. But I I just like that. They were on that shit. Yeah, again, like the second it drops, we got the game for you. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it's funny because we talked about this back when we watched Blood mm-hmm. and Honey. That like, I, t- I said like Mickey Mouse, I didn't know it was this soon, but I knew that he was very close to um, being public domain. Which is part of why Disney has kind of started to phase out like Mickey Mouse cartoons and things like that. Yeah. Because they're like, all right, well, the value of Mickey Mouse is going to start to be <laughs> dropping fast with movies like <laughs> the Mickey's Mouse Trap and the game Infestation 88. Kids are going to be like, oh, it's Mickey. That must be Disney. And so they don't want that. And right. so, well, I guess the, the mouse is dead. You know, long live the mouse. <laughs> long live the king. <clears throat> uh, but no, I did. I just thought that's right up our alley. Yeah. Of like, yeah, we'll have to try that. Yeah. Let's try the game. And we'll have to watch the movie when it comes out. Oh, yeah. Don't, like I said, no release date for the movie. Don't even know if it's going to get, like, a theatrical release or if it'll be, like, released on a streaming service or, you know, none of that's clear. But they are, like, putting it out there. I'm sure part of putting it out there is they may not even have a, like, distributor yet. Right. So, hey, if we put this trailer out and then people are like, yo, maybe a distributor will swoop in and grab it. Yeah. Like I said, as far as the comparison goes. This looks much better to uh, watch than Blood and Honey. Yeah. Um, I did just want to update about Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. <sighs> Didn't do well monetarily. Because um, I know that when we talked last, we the weekend wasn't up, so we weren't mm-hmm. sure. So it had a um, pretty rough debut. Bringing in 80... Oh, sorry. That is the, the original. The sequel. Here, uh, brought in under $40 million. 
in the four-day weekend for Christmas. So it puts it behind its original and its predecessor, uh, which opened at $67.8 million, not on a four-day weekend even. Um, and the Marvel's release this year, which was Marvel uh, MCU's lowest opening at $47 million. So not great there either. <laughs> also, it debuted worse than The Flash and Shazam! Fury of the Gods. Shazam's only gets me. Yeah, the only DCEU movie that it didn't beat, at, well, I guess, <laughs> wasn't beaten by, was Blue Beetle, which had a $25 million opening, which, like you and I talked about, it was the only one that launched during the strike. So, yeah. Of course, it's going to take a big old hit. Yeah. And so it's like a weird, like, it's the you know, not with a fizzle, but with a bang, except it was not with a bang, but with a fizzle. Yeah. That's how the DCEU went out, was, uh, you know, a little at first and then all at once. Yeah. So, unfortunate, but, uh, you know, <laughs> them's the breaks. Also, not a good movie. And so, it like, really was No, and so I'm, I'm thinking that's a big part of it, too, is, like, there were low expectations going in because it's the end of the DCEU, mm -hmm. and the other DC stuff that came out this year wasn't that good. And then the people that did see it went, that wasn't worth my time, yeah. and told people as such, and yep. so then people stopped going. Yep. You know? Um... I mean, it's just like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Or I guess not Willy Wonka, but Wonka was the number one movie in the world again. Like Aquaman, a superhero movie, opened at number two. That's Sorry tough. about it. To a goofy remake. Well, goofy prequel. Prequel. Musical. But it's a, it's a family film. I mean, I guess both technically are, but Wonka feels much more like that makes more sense as a, as a Christmas holiday movie. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, when well, you got all the, you got grandma and, you know, I'm not taking grandma to go see Aquaman 2. But grandma, but grandma and mom and dad and the kids and the grandkids can all go see Wonka, Wonka together, sure. you know. I don't know, just tough. But, uh, you know, what are you going to do about it? No, you burn like, it what down. Are you, yeah, I'm like, going to burn it down. I'm going to oh. riot. These are all jokes. Yeah, yeah, for legal reasons, these are, in fact, jokes. <laughs> yeah, just to be clear. Uh, now, so, Fallout London, that DLC size. Is that out? Not yet, but oh. it has a release date. When's it coming out? Uh, it's coming out in April. So, Oh, shit, that's coming yeah, up. Yeah, let me get the exact date here for us. They also put out, like, a 13-minute overview that I, I haven't seen yet. No, I want to watch that, though. Yeah, let me see. Not here. right now, but... Shh, 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 shh. Where's that? 13 minutes later. <laughs> 13 minutes later. The fuck is the date? I don't know if they've got an exact date yet, other than it's in April, so. Ooh. So, yeah, I did know that that was an issue. So, Fallout 4 had a big update mm -hmm. um, to, like, its engine and stuff, as well as Skyrim, and it broke a ton of mods. Oh, how bad did it fuck up the making of the game? Uh, uh, of the Fallout London. They straight up said, we acknowledge that that situation has happened, and we will not be releasing on that update version. You'll have to use Steam's Go Back. Dang. To... Yeah. I mean, that's fine, though. Yeah. You know. I mean, yeah. Especially it's Fallout 4. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you don't... Yeah. And Steam makes it super easy to do that, you know, go back to a previous version of the game. Um, but also, a lot of people have said that, like, this is why they updated those games, because they plan on, uh, like, they've kind of made acknowledgement that they plan on they being Bethesda plan on re releasing like paid mods why to make money and so it's like yeah we're I don't gonna, know Mr. We're Krabs gonna, that sounds a lot like human trafficking <laughs> so it's like yeah we're gonna money, money, money. we're gonna break a bunch of the current mods and then release mods that work but you'll have to pay us for it that's stupid and uh yeah which is a really bold move after Starfield came out yeah, it's like you don't have a lot of good like wiggle room with the public right now. I bet you that's probably why they're doing it though, is because it's such a money loss. Well, it's, but it's not. They made their money back on Starfield. Like everybody bought it and then forgot it. You know what yeah. I mean? It's not like it flopped financially. And that was the thing too. Is like for the first week, everyone was like, "Oh, gas, gas. yeah, yeah," and then it very quickly was like, "Oh, actually." The denial went away. Where people were like, "I didn't spend a hundred dollars to pay, to play this early, and then it'd be bad." I think it was the ship customization. That's what I kept seeing for a lot of the yeah. TikToks and stuff like that. Like the ship customization was what kept people hyped. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then getting in, I was like, this kind of fucking sucks. Mm -hmm. 
Boring. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So I'm excited because I always like a good, like, I mean, it's DLC. Yeah. Yeah, basically. And it's super interesting and it kind of checks a box that we've kind of wanted to see is like, what happened to the rest of the world in Fallout? You know? Obviously, it is a pretty American, like, critique, honestly. You know, the games are, like, very much like, hey, here's American exceptionalism and things right. like that, you know, <laughs> in a post, you know. We blew the world up, you know. But I do think it's interesting to see, like, okay, how does that play into, like, was the UK also, like, a part of that? aren't we incredible? Or are they, like, a, you know, a neutral, <laughs> congrats, you guys blew it up. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it'll be interesting to see how that goes. And obviously it's not going to be canon, but so we can pretend it is. Yeah. <laughs> we can just go, yeah, well, in DC, you know, in, in DC, uh, in Fallout London, they say that this happened. <sighs> That's all I had for the next, which means we got to talk about Rebel Moon. Yikes. We got a synopsis. Well, what's, what's this movie about? This movie is following a woman named Cora, mm-hmm. and she is on this planet for mm-hmm. about what they considered two seasons, so probably two years, maybe. Yeah. Um, and so she's you know still kind of the outcast, but yeah, she, she's know, like the new girl basically. People are starting to warm up to her, right? Because you mm-hmm. know she's shown loyalty. Yeah. And they're she's all helped like, out. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, space Nazis come mm-hmm. piling up and. Things get hairy. Yeah, not the Empire shows up yeah. and demands tribute, and now they've got to figure out how to throw off the yoke of oppression. Mm-hmm. You got any... Uh, well, let me talk some numbers first. So, the viewership on it... Cause, so, it's weird, because we don't have a box office. Mm-hmm. But it is, it did receive 23.9 million views in its first three days, um, which was a solid kickoff, uh, but... When you compare it to the other movies that released this year on Netflix, it was it didn't perform very high. So, again, it's a weird one to compare to. Like, 23.9 million people saw it, but I don't know what that... Right. You know, it's hard to translate. It's so like Murder Mystery 2 with Adam Sandler came out, and it had 42.9 million. Um, Extraction 2 had 42.8. Extraction 2 is good. They're very good. Uh, Leave the World Behind, the more recent one with um, Julia Roberts and Ethan Hawke, and it was produced by oh, the Obamas, and yeah. it's based on a book. Uh, it had $41.7 million. So on the list of the top 15 movies uh, released on Netflix this year, it's number nine. Again, during the holiday season when people are home, you know what I mean? Like, if yeah. they're going to watch a movie on streaming, it's now. Didn't watch this one, but it was number one on... Netflix at the time of us watching it. Um, well, yeah, because isn't it a Netflix original? Yeah, yeah. They they've no they've been known for it. Doesn't matter if it's good or not. They'll just push it to the put front. it up there. Yeah, so, yeah this is the, watch yeah, it. This is the best. best but movie now they right are. Now. But now they are. Rev- then now they do reveal viewer numbers. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it was genuinely the thing that's being watched. But I'm sure, like you're saying, they push it in your face. Yeah. Like watch this. And when does the number cut off? You know what I mean? What is considered a view? If I watch 30 minutes of it and go, this is dog shit, and turn it, and turn off. it off, I'm still a viewer. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that brings us to the Rotten, to Rotten Tomatoes scores. So critics did not like this movie at all. Uh, they gave it a 23%. Audiences were a little bit more uh, lenient with it. Forgiving. Given it, it a 61%, which is still technically fresh, but it's not... Uh, it's like on the cusp. I think anything below 60 is when it starts to go That's sour. Bad. Yeah. Um, give me some uh, spoiler-free plot thoughts on this, B. Plot was pretty dull. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was Star Wars. Y- yeah. So it was, it was a million different things and nothing unique, I think. Yeah. It's it's very it's it's collect let's collect a cast, but then we're gonna take a long time to do it. Yeah, and then not really do anything with them. And then just say, 
check out part two. Part two coming in April. Yeah, and so, I mean, it kind of ties in with the the uh, characters and chemistry, but like, you, they basically they assemble a cast. Like I said, it's basically like Seven Samurai. Star yep. Wars is based on Seven Samurai, um, and this is like, hey. We're going to go around and collect these unique people. Which we don't really know a lot about. And we don't know, like... Nearly enough about them. No. Other than, like, basic names. Yeah, and, and I don't think... I don't think the movie does a very good job of explaining the significance of these people. Yeah. Um, you know, because, I mean, you can do it in the time frame that you had here. Or, like, you know, don't spend as much time collecting them as they did. You know, I mean, I've seen The Magnificent Seven or, know, you know, more we'll talk about it. There's yeah. one scene in specific where I was like, this is pretty fucking cool. Mm hmm. The spider. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I also think that ends up being a negative on it in a way, yeah, in a way. Yeah. And we'll talk about it. But okay. um, it, yeah, so it does collect a lot of people. Takes too long on some of them, not long enough on others. That's for sure. And then doesn't really do anything with them. And I do think part of that is because there is a part two. So they're kind of like, we have the time we need. But you don't. Because you still have this movie. Like, if they were released at the same time, and the break in the movie is treated as an intermission, maybe, maybe. But then I think you have to restructure the whole thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, it almost sounds bad, but I felt like the movie needed action to break up the I'm trying to not spoil anything but the there's a lot of exposition which is where they just dump information yeah. verbally yeah you know I mean it is a lot of tell instead of show and you know one of the big rules of screenwriting is show don't tell uh, where I mean there's like whole narrated sections where core is just telling you about the whole thing and you're like, okay. Right. And it's just info dump. And it feels like they're trying to build an interesting world. It's not working. Rapidly. Uh, and it doesn't doesn't really click. Um, the action was pretty flat. Yeah. Um, Zack Snyder did his whole slow motion. It was cool, like, the first time. And not really. Like, yeah. It was like, it was an okay shot. But then they did it like 12 other times and it's like... Yeah, and and like some of the stuff that they slow down is like uh, someone shooting a gun mm-hmm. and then they do it three more times and it's not that interesting to look at mm-hmm. and it, it ends up dragging out. It doesn't feel fast and yeah, engaging. Cause, yeah. It literally slows down the action and shows how uninteresting the action is because it's slowed down and you can actually like look at it and go... Why are you, why is, why is this shot taking up third, you know, five seconds when it should be a blink and you miss it? Right. Um, yeah, I think it really worked against them in this case. So then it's like, well, the plot's not getting me there and the action's really not almost like an interruption to the boring plot. Yeah. And the action that I did have was just like, yeah. Uninteresting. Yeah, it just wasn't that great. Didn't nothing felt high stakes. Yeah, no. Like they could have all died, and I wouldn't have. I'm like okay, all right. Well, shame. That yeah, sucks, good, man. Good. <laughs> you know what? I'm glad they died. I'm glad that they died. <sighs> you uh, yeah. I guess you want to rate it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how do we rate stuff? Well, you could always be uh, overwhelmed, which means you were thoroughly in- you thoroughly enjoyed the film and surpassed your expectations. You can be underwhelmed, which means you really didn't like it that much or it mm-hmm, didn't mm-hmm. quite meet that bar. Or you can always be right in the middle and be simply, simply whelmed. Do you just want to one, two, three it? Yeah. One, two, three. Simply whelmed. Uh, underwhelmed. Really? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, because, well, I guess it's still like we're treading that line of like, my expectation, like, I went into it going, how bad could this be? And then left going, yeah, that was bad. Pretty bad, yeah. Which means your expectations Sim- were... Were met. Were, well, were, no, because you went in going, well, how bad could it really be? And then went, oh, it's bad. 
So you were surprised by how bad it actually was. Which should be underwhelming. Just threw up there. You yeah, I heard that. Thinking about how bad it is. Got you gagging on it. Like a hard cock. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I could tell you the story. Could you? Like in a rundown. The story's super fucking. I mean, we, I mean, we already said it. Like, what we said was the story. Yeah, and so, like, we watched it with your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And, like, her and I were talking. I mean, there was stuff happening in the movie. I found myself, like, her and I had the same thought of, like, I could potentially forget what just happened. Yeah. That's how forgettable it is. I remember two things, like, distinctly. Okay. And, like, the first one is uh, some woman, like, not, they're the space Nazis are taking over. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they take over, like, that barn. Yeah, and they're and, fully going to assault a young lady. Yeah. And it felt really dragged out a bit. Yeah, a, a bit. <sighs> and then Cora comes in and kind of saves the saves day. Saves the day. And I remember the part where... The dude flew on the bird, the griffin? No. The part where, at the end, when... What's his nuts? has the deer. Cora's beating the... Oh, okay. The dude. I mean, the very end. Mm-hmm. And Cora's fighting the dude, and she's got, like, that big old staff, uh-huh. and, like, he's bleeding to the mouth, and it looks like his teeth are getting ready to fall out, or, like, are messed up, or... I remember thinking, oh, that'd be cool, like, to pop his teeth out, and that's exactly what they did. Oh, okay. But it didn't look as cool when it did, mm-hmm. and I was like, mm-hmm. oh. But that's... Like yeah. those for whatever reasons, but also throughout the movie, I was like, I do hate this guy. He's, I mean, he's yeah, a space yeah. Nazi, yeah. right? That was, yeah, that was a weird thing with like the the enemies of it. Like, again, I don't even know. Like, they're not called the Empire, are they? No, the mother mother world, mother yeah. mother worldians. No, <laughs> again. <laughs> but like, yeah, and then there's that one guy that like was you know. He wasn't bad. He's the good, good guy from the bad team. He's like, you know, stop. You know, he was trying to stop the other oh, guys. Oh yeah, yeah, the soldier mm-hmm. who was like, you guys are being bad guys. Yeah. Or the robot with the flower crown. Yeah, played by fucking Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, like. Anthony Hopkins got a paycheck and got to work from home. Yeah. <laughs> Dead ass. Like he he probably recorded from home. Because it's just voice error, and it's not mocap. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just a robot. And if they did mocap, it wasn't Anthony Hopkins. You know, you pay a mocap actor. Which was such a weird, like, had a little play out. Yeah, like... Like what? I guess with it being a two-parter, maybe he plays a bigger role in the second half. I don't know. I don't hate that aspect. You think I mean, they're going to not... follow through and make the second one? Oh, yeah, it's already made. Oh. It's coming out in April. Oh. So we won't have long to figure out, like... Some more behind it, I guess. Yeah. They almost needed to release them, like, a week apart. Yeah. Or, like, you know, maybe a month apart. Something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, the Could- movie's not... Yeah, so I'm, I'm thinking it's maybe part of the strategy that Netflix goes with of, like, two things happen here. First of all, the movie was too long, so it had to be two parts. Second thing that happened there, I think, is they went, well... We'll put them a few months apart. People will watch the first part and stick around, keep their subscription active for the second part. The movie's not that good to stick around. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's really not. So it's, it's not going to work in that way. Now, it's a granted, big, fat, wet fart. Uh, <laughs> I was ups- like, I was actively upset that that's what we watched for the podcast this week. Yeah. Where I was like, like, like I said to you. I don't know that I've got anything to talk about. Like, the only thing I could talk about is the fact that I, like, the bad, like, you know what I mean? I can't even remember the movie enough to go through it. I do remember how there's that scene, which we had talked about. The The entire movie felt sexualized. Yeah, like, in, like a, in weird, a weird, really weird, weird way. way. Where, like, first right off bat, the, like, farm community that she's a part of, like... Keeps trying to get her to fuck some dude. Yeah, and like hard. And like they're trying hard. Not that they're like, you better fuck him hard. Yeah. But they could but there I mean, was some of that implication too. Yeah. But like when they finished sowing their crops and everything, it was like a cultural thing where they were like 
All right, now let's all go home and fuck. But, you know, to please the to, gods. To, like, please the gods so that we'll have good harvest. You know, bury your seed so that our seed will Flourish. prosper. Yeah, it was like kind of like the, the phraseology. And it was like, that doesn't have to be the... What? Yeah, it's so... <laughs> you could have picked anything. anything. And that's you what know? you went with? And that's what you were like, you know what they do? They fuck. It's like, okay. And then again with the attempted assault of that young lady. Yeah. And then they go to... the Basically Hitler. You know, the space Hitler. Mm-hmm. He's sitting there. He's got all the tubes in his gut. And then he oh, takes yeah. it out. Like, and then he He's just basically starts... doing the... He's cupping, you know, like the yeah. Olympians do. Where he's getting the welts on his body. He's basically getting hickeys all over his body. But then he, he goes... And... He's about to bust a nut. Well, then he goes, fucks that thing with the tentacles, tentacles? sticking out. Yeah, and it's wrapping its tentacles around his neck. And he's like... Ugh. Uh. Yeah, that CGI was so fucking bad. Yeah, like what? Yeah, and then they go to like when it kicks off. So basically, the Empire that's not the Empire shows up and is like, "Yeah, we need all your motherfucking food." And they're like, "But we can't do that." And then they kill the leader. And then they're like, "So about that food though?" And they're like, Ugh. "All right then. All right, I guess we'll do that." And then Cora kills those guards that are gonna assault that young lady. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, "Well, I guess we're rebelling now." Yeah, don't really have a choice. So her and Mr. Farm Man are like, we're going to go assemble a team. <laughs> so they go to the nearby, like, port city. Yep. And they go to, like, a saloon. And straight up some, like, pig-faced dude walks in and is, like, at talking to Cora. And is like, do you own this one? And she's like, not for sale. And he, like, just straight up grabs the farm dude by the dick and balls yeah. hard. Yeah. And is basically like, I'll take him for a try, you know. She's like, I said not for sale, you know. And then it was, I don't know, it, I don't know if it was meant to be played for laughs or like, oh no, there's a danger here. But it, again, it was another like sexual assault. Yeah. That it's was like, like why, why is this in why this movie? Why is it such a theme? Yeah. Like it did. It just felt like a, a horny movie, but not in any sort of like way I felt comfortable condoning. Yes. You know? This is fucking weird. And, and it didn't feel like it had anything to say about sexuality either. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It wasn't like there was a point to it. Right. It just no. felt like it was additive. It was something that was just there. There, present, and was distracting. Um, we we brought up the, you said the really cool scene with the spider lady. Oh, yeah. Whatever that sword lady was that was mm-hmm. fighting her. It was just a cool fight scene. Yeah. Like, that was probably the be- the highlight of the movie. Yeah. Because she got to slide under and, like, shake Slice her, her belly and, and yeah. That was another one of like. Who is she? I think it had more. It it was a disadvantage to the movie because it was more interesting than the rest of the movie, and it didn't spend enough time on it. And it kind of hamstrings itself in a, a a space where you're like, I want to know more about that, but it's not. It's a piece of the whole, right? And the whole is not interesting. And I'm like, and just focus on this piece. Yeah. Um, Which that just doesn't really happen. Yeah, that doesn't. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. Um, which again is part of that issue of spending too much time on certain character collection scenes and not enough on others. We're like, do it like a Magnificent Seven, where you go around and like you have a quick. Uh, I mean, just real quick. This is. Tex, and he's good with a gun, and you show him showing off his skills, mm-hmm. and then this is you know. Rex and he's good with throwing knives and you see him throwing knives and this is so and so yeah and I mean you just quickly go through these are their skills and then you show them working together to become a team Hugo Stiglitz and, and then you show them becoming a team mm-hmm. and then you're like okay yeah and they get to demonstrate their skills together and how how they're going to work together yeah and then you're like okay this is I can see this what's happening sense. here as opposed to basically a bunch of vignettes of like Here's this person, why they're important. I like that was the thing, too. Is like, dude, like, it felt a bit too much like a video game cinematic because it's like they would get there and then the cutscene happens. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? That's a good, then, yeah. That's a good description. You know, and it's like, for that one, it's like, because they didn't help fight her fight the spider. They were just, you <laughs> could see. Standing there watching it happen. There, it's like, a, I feel like that's what you would see, like, in a cutscene <laughs> of a video game. Though, arguably, in a video game, your character might get involved. Yeah. You know what I mean? I guess so it's even so. less active. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and like, one of the characters that they collect 
is like a leader of the rebellion. Mm-hmm. And then like we don't get to see him lead the rebellion really. Um and like he feels like too important of a character to be a part of this group. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then he goes and dies. And it, and it's supposed to be like a heroic sacrifice that wasn't earned in any way. So it's another section of like okay, why is this happening and why am I focused on it and why like I don't care. Yeah. It's just taking up time and space. And that's the thing too. Like it sets him up in the beginning for him to kind of be like a, a cuck. Yeah, a little bit. Because he like kind of rats out the village and he's like, nah, we're living pretty prosperous around here. We got extra grain and stuff. Who are you talking about? The I'm talking about, boy. No, I'm talking about the leader of the rebellion. Oh, 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 oh. Who dies trying to take out the turret. The person that's shooting at them at the end and he jumps up on the thing and stabs the guy through the windshield oh yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. see yeah that, that whole thing happened and you're like what are you talking about yeah the fuck are you going on but yeah that sucked because like he seemed cool he seemed like one of the cooler ones yeah right and then it was just like oh and now he's gone yeah and also like i didn't care that he was gone like in in the context of the movie yeah i wasn't like oh no not him. right but i was like a, all right I, so now we're down one already but then I raised an eyebrow because he was like the leader of the army. So right. who so does who, the army? And also like he left his sister behind because it, it was he and his sister leading yeah. the rebellion. But then we see the like empire show up and basically like wiping that planet off. Did his sister leave or is the rebellion just gone now? I don't know. We don't. And like... these like six people are now the rebellion. Because I'll tell you, six people does not a rebellion make. No. Mm-mm. <sighs> And, like, I'll level with you. I was on my phone a couple times. I was dozing off. So maybe I missed him, but I don't think I missed that much context. You know what I'm saying? I woke up, like, when I was dozing off, because you said, like, don't you doze off. Yeah, because I'm like, you wanted to fucking watch this shit, (laughs) not me. And if I fucking even catch a whiff of a snore, I'll whip your ass. I dozed off one other time, and it was for... A good. Were you asleep when I said don't don't you fall asleep? No, oh, no. I thought you were like just but admitting it was to your live on air. No, it was after that, and I'm sitting there. My just closed my eyes for a minute, and it was one of those like long blinks. I yeah. jerked up, and I was like, I was like, oh, and I looked at the at the TV, and I was like, oh, I know what's going on. Like I didn't miss anything. <laughs> yeah, it's still happening. Yeah, yeah, it's just. Uh... And like, okay, so the, one of the first guys they collect is Tarok Turok, and he's like. Towel rack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, towel rack. Um, he basically is like indentured servitude for a crime. Or like, th- I don't know why he's being chained up and forced to work. <laughs> but they roll up and they're like, yeah, we need this guy. Like, what's his debt? We'll pay it. And he's like, 300,000 credits. And they're like, yeah, we, we got don't that. And he's that. like, well, I'm a gambling man. If he can go tame that beast, I'll let him go. Like why? What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, why would you? That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. And second of all, was that deal always on the table? And this man's just been working, and he could have just gone out there and tamed that beast, right? I don't know. Like, I feel like why would you risk losing three hundred thousand dollars worth of? Though I guess like what he said he would get if he couldn't do it was that the other that Cora and Farm Boy would then join him. On the yeah. chains. So I guess he's getting three people's labor. I guess. But either way, it, it feels was, like there's a better yeah. way to explain how they got him than that he tamed what his the, beast. Yeah, to, and also, doing. he didn't keep the beast. No, he gave him back. Which felt like that was going to be the natural, like, that's his thing, is that he's got this. Because now his thing is, oh, remember when he tamed that beast? It has no significance. You know, he's not a gunslinger. He's not, like, you know, throwing knives. He's not stealthy. He's just a shirtless he, dude. Yeah, he, he tamed a beast, and then they left the beast behind. You know, sorry about it, pal. <laughs> and, like, Charlie Hunnam, who plays the not-bounty hunter that's going around and collect, like, helping them collect all these people. Kai, I think, oh, was yeah, his name, maybe. Yeah. He was bad in this movie. Yeah. And, like, Charlie Hunnam's not a bad actor. He was in Sons of Anarchy. He's mm-hmm. the lead in that. Mm-hmm. He was a bad actor in this. Yeah, it wasn't that good. Like, several times he had lines where I was like, tough. They, that's the take. 
Like, that's the one? There's a specific line I'm trying to think of where I remember having that same exact thought of... That's the one? (laughs) I think it was something along the lines of, he was like, don't look at me. And I was like... "Mm." (laughs) But then he ends up uh, double-crossing him. And, And then, like... It's, it was this weird thing of like, I, I didn't expressly see it coming, but it also wasn't surprising either. It was just so, okay, now this is happening. Yeah, it's kind of that thing that we always talk about of like, this happens and then this happens and, and then, then this, this happens. happens after that. Um, and there didn't feel like there was any cause or effect, other than Cora, you know, the 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 triggering action of Cora killing the guys, those guys. So now we have to prepare to fight them when they come back that makes sense but beyond that there wasn't a lot of and then this happens yeah kai being a um bounty hunter did explain like you and i both made the comment when uh she is talking when Cora is talking to him and is like like here's what we're doing we need your help and he's like all right big bet yeah, i'm in and you were like that was easy yeah that was Real fucking quick. I guess it does explain why it was so easy. Is because he's like, he was on the hunt for. Yeah, him. he's like, oh well, yeah, I'll collect all these big heads that everybody's after, and get a shit ton of money for it when I turn them in. It sucked. Yeah. It just sucked. Very boring. Yeah. Not uninteresting. Not great. Are we gonna go see Iron Claw next though? Maybe. Yeah, we got to. Yeah. And you know what? If it's bad, I'll own that shit. Yep. Just like how I'm owning this. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that we're missing out on. That's it, man. I mean, it's on Netflix. Watch it, but don't. Don't, don't watch it. Watch it. You can probably watch on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a bunch yeah, of clips. yeah, yeah. Like, watch you it may, out of morbid... You make morbid, it to part five, you're fine. Maybe morbid curiosity. Now, here's the kicker. Is... Morbius more interesting. I think Morbius was funny bad. Yeah, okay. You know I, what I mean? Yeah. It has some like some redeeming Morbius. qualities insofar as like it's more fun to talk about how bad it was. Sure. Like it was angry bad. This was just like Ew, God, what are you I'm just doing? fucking what is this? Like I'm so the only part that made me mad was that it was a waste of my time. Yeah. You know? That's right. Other than that, I was just like, it just happened to me. You know, <laughs> I had to sit there and just let this in wash wave. over me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then it just was done. At least I could walk up my, like, look at my phone. I don't know. Yeah. Not great. Don't watch it. Mm. Like, don't do not save yourself. <laughs> Floop is a madman. Help us save us. Floop is a madman. Help, help us save us. us. But uh, what you been thinking about, Chris? I think what you meant to say is welcome back to Chris's Cryptid Corner. I'm your host, Chris. So this week, I actually wanted to read you guys a short story. Uh, is it a spoopy story? It's a spoopy story. <laughs> Are you EP? <laughs> I am EP. <laughs> and the story is called The Dog House Across the Street. The Dog House Across the Street. Now, have you proofread this? Mm-hmm. So that you know how it goes? Yep. All right. I was nine years old when I moved into the new house at the end of the block. The house was new. Oh, should we turn off the air headline? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Careful, careful, you got that song. <laughs> yeah. Go! Oh, oh. <laughs> Just fucking tear your shit up, dude. Splashing hot wax everywhere. Oh, fuck. Come on, you got it. These guys trying to lock the front door. There we go. Like too easy, dude. Almost too easy. Almost too easy. Too easy. Hey, man. <laughs> the fuck's texting me at the fucking moment? Oh. Someone I owe money to. <laughs> By someone, I mean a company. It's uh-huh. going, hey, uh, you haven't paid us yet. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm aware. Yeesh. You'll get your money when you fix this damn door. <laughs> He's a good boy. <laughs> Anyways, sorry. Reset the tone here. The room, or the doghouse across the street. I was nine years old when I moved into the house at the end of the block. 
It was a fairly new house, just built, and throughout the neighborhood there was a bunch of houses that you know stood door to door, kind of cookie cutter houses. Mm-hmm. But there was a house in particular that had a red red door with a dog house to the side. As I walked to school every day, I would notice the dog house sitting there empty, and I'd often wonder to myself if there was a dog there or if it had passed away. Right. And every day there would, you know, I would look to see and there'd be no dog. But one night, on the way back, I had stayed for school. I had stayed at school to work on a project, and on my way back it was nighttime, and I had heard the jingle of a collar. Yeah. And as I walk up to the the sidewalk to continue on my path home, I see that something had walking had walked into the, the doghouse. Mm-hmm. It was night, and I was nine, so I didn't stick around, and I kept walking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. reasonably so. Yeah, like those nine-year-olds walking at night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Oops, I lost my place. Negligent parents, you know. Yeah. But as I sat in my room, I could see the doghouse from my window, and I opened up my blinds to take a look at it, and it was dark, but I could see something in there, the silhouette of a figure. The next day, I go over there to see if the dog's still there, nothing's there. Mm -hmm. I knocked on my neighbor's door to see, you know, if their dog was an outdoor dog or if they had lost it, and they said that they don't own a dog. Yeah. So figuring that it must have been a stray of sorts. Right. Taking shelter for the night. I just continued my day. But then there was talks of what had happened. That there was an incident that the dog that once lived there had attacked uh, the neighborhood and they had killed the dog. Yeah. But legend has it, the dog still is out there roaming, waiting for its next victim. Yeah. I didn't think much of it, and after that day when I went home, I had just gone to bed, and I looked you know, out the window to see if that dog was still there, and I saw the eyes in the, the doghouse, yeah. and still that silhouette. And I would closed the blinds and just gone to bed thinking it's just some stupid thing, yeah. and then to wake up and I open up my bedroom door, and I see scratch marks. That's where it ends. On the bedroom door. On the bedroom door. Spooky story though. Yeah, get you a little. Oh, fuck. oh, fuck! It was getting him. It yeah. was finding him. Yeah, I'm gonna get you, boy. I'm, <laughs> I'm going for them toes, boy. <laughs> Down to the door. <laughs> There's dude. That, <laughs> trick question. That's my dog. Right. He ate. Yeah, he, dude, ate he ate his my way door. the door. Damn near. <laughs> he has social anxiety. He's got or something. Separ- separation anxiety, not social anxiety. <laughs> He's got something. But he loves his cage, man. Did his mom drink while she was pregnant? <laughs> they were Amish. Yeah. So who knows? Yeah. <laughs> that, that that explains it right there. Picking yeah. him up, he was covered in fucking filth and throwing up on the way home. Yeah. I'm insane. That's how he found you. <laughs> <laughs> Just covered in... In Amish town. In yeah. Amish... Uh... Amish land. Yeah. Amish country. Amish country. That's the word. I cannot think of the word country. <laughs> Amishville. Amish land. Amish... Uh... Yeah. Out in Amish country covered in horse shit in the <laughs> barn. Puking on the way home. Like, you're going to be all right, boy. I'm going to give you a bathroom. You, get home. you stink like shit. You're like... <sighs> He's my best boy, though. He's he my bub. He's a good boy. Mm-hmm. He always means well. Yeah. I do like how nice of a dog he is. Yeah. It's, gonna, a, it's his fault. Yeah, he's a simple boy. Yeah. He's the dumbest smart dog I've ever met. Yeah. Or the smartest dumb dog. He's right on the line, you know? Uh, like, it, it feels like he's, he's almost fully mature. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's done. Yeah. And, like... And it could be like a, he's always going to be my puppy. But it's like when I look at him or think about him, I'm like, he's not done developing. Yeah, he sure is. <laughs> but it's like. <laughs> but that's not good because he is. Doesn't like it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does some stuff. I'm like, he's, well. He's got some room to develop yeah. and you're like, yeah, but he's not. He's done. He's like done. he has done. And you can teach him tricks, you know. And he follows commands. Yeah, yeah. Super you easy. can teach an old dog new tricks. <laughs> but as far as like. But teaching a simple dog. Yeah. <laughs> Abstract. 
tricks. Yeah, that's... Uh-uh. Yeah, he's never going to learn philosophy, but... <laughs> but, um... But by God, he'll give you a paw if you got an ice cube, mm. you know? He'll tear it up. But, um... Uh, no, other than that, um... Uh, I have been... I got some books today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got Lord of the Flies, which is a book I read in high school that was... On, yes. I mean, yeah, so Cut that good. shit out. Like, hot take. This classic book that's mm-hmm. required reading in most of the United States. It's actually pretty good. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, everyone's yeah. probably read it, but... Yeah. Yeah, one of my favorite books, and it was like a... I kind of forgot about it for a bit. Sure. And we had talked about it maybe like a year or two ago. And I was like, yeah, oh, we brought it God. up for yeah. you. I don't know on the show, but we each other just some conversation, yeah. And then like... I thought about because I went to this bookstore once and I saw that they had Dante's Inferno and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that'd be cool to read just because I hear so much about it and yeah. like you know the thought of like purgatory and stuff like right. that is just an interesting concept regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, now, is it just Dante's Inferno or is it the full Divine Comedy? It's just Dante's Inferno. Yeah, but I want to get the full series, but I wanted I didn't the full books that was like ninety dollars. Yeah. And so I was like, well, and also Dante's Inferno is the famous one. Yeah, and so I was like, I'll get that one if I really find it interesting. I'll go buy the rest. You know, because it's what like it's Dante's Inferno, then it's Purgatorius, and I don't remember what the what heaven is called. Uh, it starts with an O. I don't know. I can't remember. Um, but so yeah, I got both of those, and I'm really excited to read them. Yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah, I want I want to read more. But. That's the thing too is like I don't read off like yeah. I read comic books and shit right, like yeah, that yeah. right and like news like, articles on my phone but yeah, like, but you like know. to sit down and read a novel mm-hmm. yeah doesn't, doesn't yeah. really happen Mm-mm. so it's that me, damn TikTok dude huh it's that damn TikTok dude it ruins your your my attention, attention span. span yeah mine too yeah fried gotta delete the app I can't but I just can't and that's a problem <sighs> yeah you know we probably but it's like. So many good memes are on there. Yeah, I know. But uh, what about you? What you been thinking about? Saltburn, dude. I was telling you about this. It's a pretty fucking good movie, dude. What burns? Saltburn. My Peter burns. Hmm? Want to put it in salt? No. Um, oh, God. That's salt in your pecker hole. It's just like a slug, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's just up and it drying it. out. It's all... Sliming. It's like the Wicked Witch. <laughs> I'm melting. Anyways, uh, Saltburn with uh, Barry Keoghan and uh, Jacob Elordi. It's pretty good shit. Yeah. What is it about? Like, can you... Because I've heard a lot of good stuff about it. So, the really like, hard part about the movie is I think... It is best experienced. Like going in blind? Pretty dry. Okay. Yeah. Okay, then let me do that. Well, so like, I, I can give you the 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 briefest like sky level view synopsis. Like just, is it a, a murder mystery, thriller? Um, is it, because when I think of Saltburn, I think of Handmaid's Tale. No, 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 no. Okay. So it is, it's a few things. I can call it like. Almost mystery, but not really. It's it's a, a black comedy for sure, mm-hmm. where you're like, this is dark as hell, but there is, it is funny. Yeah, there's irony in it. Yeah, and it's making fun of, like, the hyper-wealthy, um, where, like, it, so it takes place in England, um, or just the UK and the islands in general, but um, the young man that Barry Keoghan plays is Oliver, and he, he goes to Oxford University and meets his friend Felix there. Who is hyper wealthy, um, and ends up you know the you know, unlikely friendship where Oliver took his like you know he's he's from poor family things like that a bad upbringing things like that, and just on his smarts got to Oxford, um, and you know Felix his friend got there on money 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 right money, money, money. but they hit it off make a good friendship, and um, uh, and Felix ends up inviting Oliver back to his family's estate for the summer. Because Oliver didn't really have anywhere to go, uh, you know, when he's not at school. And he goes there, and it's, like, just disgustingly rich. And it's kind of just, like, these people suck. Um, And it's just Oliver kind of being that outsider uh, among all these people. Yeah. And then, like, you know, and and then more happens, but I can't really get into that part. Okay. But it does get really intensely weird in good ways um 
there is like I will say like if anybody goes takes this as a recommendation, there are some pretty strong sexual themes. There's not there is like I wouldn't watch it with my grandparents, you know. Like I recommended right. it to my mom, but we're a pretty sex positive family, you yeah. know what I mean? So I'd watch it by herself first or like with a partner or friends. Um I've seen pretty mixed reactions, not to the quality of the film, but to the subject matter, where some people are like I was fucking like the craziest shit I've ever seen. And then some people are like, y'all are prudes. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it, just, it just depends. I mean, it's a, a personal gauge for me. I was never like, I could see why it was upsetting to some people, but I wasn't upset by it. Sure. Um, but no, it's, it's really good. And again, less is more as far as like what you know about going in. What you know about going It's on Amazon prime. It's included on prime. So if you're paying for Amazon prime video, just check that shit out. Um, if anybody's watched Promising Young Woman, it, oh, it it's from the same writer director. Yes, Promising um, Young Woman. Yeah, excellent. Bo Burnham's in that movie. He is. He's the. He's in. The, yeah. He's one of the characters. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the? Tic- heard the TikToks and it's like. Oh boy! I really wish you could. Jeez. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's an older movie, but yeah. Bober, it's like 2018. Yeah, it's like five years ago, my man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2020 yeah. was four years ago. Yeah, well, yeah, yep, 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 yep. I mean, you figure we basically lost two to three years it's to the ha- pandemic. It's been half a decade since I was in high school. Yeah, I'm coming up on ten years. Next year, we'll be are you going to go to your ten year re- reunion? I don't know. I think I'd go to the tenure, and then after that, I like I wouldn't go. I, yeah. I don't care anymore after that. Yeah, I think social media kind of does away with the necessity. Yeah, we're in, in a way where like anybody that I wanted to keep up with, I I can. You can. You know what I want. You know what I mean. Hmm. So it's a weird. It is a weird thing of like. Are those even a thing anymore? I mean, they are, but it's a weird feeling of like. It doesn't feel necessary. Yeah. I mean, I guess the only thing would be like actually getting together with those people. Right. You know what I mean? Um, so that's that's interesting. But like I said, as far as like keeping caught up with, you know, part of the appeal of the reunions is like, I wonder how everybody is, like what they right. do, have you who been they doing, are yeah. now. Yeah. But like with, so like I said, with social media, you know, if you wanted to. Yeah. But. I, mean, I, guess you I, don't, I don't know if that sounds just cynical. Me. I'm not trying to be. No, no, I don't think it does. I mean. Just times change, right? Yeah. It's a different time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I've been thinking heavily about Saltburn. Mm-hmm. Um, it's taken up a lot of my thought. It does a really good job of... So it takes place in 2006. Uh, and so it does a good job of like... It uses songs that I don't remember from 2006. Uh, not to say like they didn't come out then. They did. Right. But I don't remember them. As like being hits at the time, but now I'm like, that's a I've got that shit in my Spotify now, you know. Um, and I think it's also because it uses them in like pretty iconic ways, mm-hmm. you know. Like the the ending scene of the movie is probably the most like visually graphic, but not sexually or violently. Okay. You're just seeing nudity, mm-hmm. um, but it, like I said, it's super apathetic nudity. Um, but, but it's super like iconic uh, in a good way where you're like, this is, yeah, this is it. And then it's got a song playing throughout that you're like, I've got this song in my head now. Um, hmm. now, yeah, I want to give it a watch. Yeah. And it's, it's pretty brisk and it's one of those where once the, the hook starts, you're like, Oh my you're, God, you're, sunk. you're in. Um, but so I've been thinking about that and then I've been, uh, I, I've been thinking about like our new year's resolutions for, yeah. uh, us as an entity, mm-hmm. not like me individually. Like, no. obviously, for me, it's like, yeah, I want to lose weight. You know, the classics, right? I want to be a better person, you know? That, that is, is how the world, world yeah. works. Why do you rich fucking white, white people? Um, but, like, us as an entity, you know, Simply Whelmed, I personally, as Colin, as the the co-creator, I want to stream more often. Or like I say more often, I want to start streaming. Mm-hmm. I streamed twice as Colin from Simply Whelmed. Um, and I've just been playing Cyberpunk 2077 because yeah. um, caught it on the Steam sale and I was yeah. like, well, been wanting Try to play it. it. Uh, you know, I played it when it first came out and it wasn't good, but you know, all the talk has been that it's, it's good now. 
So I've been playing that. I've been wanting to stream. So I was like, well, I'll just stream it. Um, and so I want to, I don't know if, I mean, I want to find a schedule for that, I suppose. Yeah. And get, get more regular with that. Um, we've kind of talked about like things that we could stream together. Yeah. Um, uh, I've, I think social media is a big blind spot yeah, for been, us. We've been lacking. Um, so I want to become a bit more active there and just more tech savvy with like, okay, how does this thing's in a weird spot? Like this thing being the podcast is in a weird spot of like being a hobby that I'm passionate about. Yeah. And because I'm passionate about it, I want it to do well, Mm -hmm. you know, and like it is, but like there's things that we obviously should or could be doing that we're just not. Yeah. And I, you know, I'd like to, you know, also we've been doing it for almost a hundred episodes, so it's nice to revitalize it in some ways, yeah. you know, adding in things like the, the streaming or you know, changing up the way we do things or, yeah. you know, not fully change it, but you know, yeah, I'm always open to switching it up. I like that. Yeah. I'm with you on that. You feel me? <laughs> Dude. Both you, hands. Hmm? Hmm? Do you feel it now, Mr. Krabs? <laughs> I don't feel it now, Mr. Krabs. Krabs. Um, but I mean, what do you want out of the podcast? Or like, you know, how I'm talking about streaming. You know, what, what, what would you want? Yeah. No, I want to, I'd like to do some Twitch streaming too, just because a lot of our downtime is like things that we kind of, besides movies, bond about is video we games. We play games, yeah. And so like, it's hard to we'll have really funny moments and it's never as funny when you talk about them, but yeah, if you exactly. can watch the moment, mm-hmm. it's hysterical. Yeah. So maybe capturing some of those moments. Yeah. And it's a hard part of two of like, like you said, it's, it's their candid moments. So then to recount it, it's like you had to be there. Right. Yeah. You know, um, but also it's super bizarre how, uh, having a microphone in front of you changes, like you immediately begin performing. A bit. We're like we were talking, getting ready to record, mm-hmm. and then as soon as I turned this on and could hear my voice, I know that I changed how I was talking. Yeah, like it's kind of like customer service. You're, yeah, you're up more, you're proper, you're sitting, you know, sitting better. Yeah, stuff like that. Um, and so it's it's a hard one of like. Would it be? Will it still be candid if we know that we're we're technically performing? And that starts to get just a little bit more more philosophical than anything. But you know, it's like the same thing of like if the camera's on, you know, you're not you. I mean, everyone's acting to a degree. Yeah, we keep it a bit more real here, and yeah, we just make it. You know, obviously, there's things we can and can't say on here. Whether yeah, just you know, it's the internet, right? So maybe we shouldn't be saying stuff like that. But yeah, you know, or also, or like also just moral like, beliefs and stuff. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's parts of us that are like, well, I that I don't want that to be a right. Not that it's good or bad, but it's just like it's. I don't know that I want that to be out there. Yeah, it's taboo. Yeah, yeah. yeah like personal beliefs, things like that. Yeah. Um, even though we we are pretty open about we certain are. personal beliefs. Mm-hmm. But yeah, what are you gonna do? Yeah, fucking sue, sue me. See a letter in the mail. Actually, please don't sue me. Please don't. <laughs> I cannot afford to be sued right now. <laughs> I've got I've got to wrap up these other uh, lawsuits. Uh, if you guys enjoyed this episode, be sure that you uh, give it a like, five stars, review, all that good stuff on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you're listening to us. Um, make sure that you are liking, following, subscribing on that audio streaming service of choice. That way you're getting notified when we post our episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking. Uh, our schedule may change. Oh, yeah. Um, we're not certain yet, uh, uh, you know, because I've got a change happening in my like work schedule that might adjust how we have to record and edit and post. Um, but we're going to see if we can't keep the same schedule and just try and make it work or that's how the world works, baby. You got to roll the punches, get that money up. Not that funny up, but either way, we'll let you guys know ahead of time before we make any big changes. Um, if people want to get in touch with us and let us know if they did in fact watch rebel moon, I want to. I want to. What get, they thought about it. I want to get emails of people saying that they liked it. Yeah, so it's really. Point, I would like to point at them and laugh. laugh. Yeah, call them names, like Rudolph. You know, <laughs> what, what names were they calling Rudolph? I like to think they were slurs. They definitely were. Yeah, like unrelated to the red nose. You know what I mean? Like they used to laugh and call them names, and it's just like the N word. 
you're like, whoa. whoa. I mean, it was it was a long time. Yeah, it was it was a different time. You know, it was just you know, the it was uh, not that it's an excuse, but like, it was a different fits, time. Yeah. You know, just yeah. <laughs> just that's that's a different Rudolph that you and I watched. You know. <laughs> Anyways, they said it was like separation or separate but equal. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> Rudolph and Santa having a talk about Jim Crow laws. <laughs> oh, oh, Santa, have a seat. Santa, what's Brown versus the Board of Education? <laughs> well, you see. <laughs> uh, anyways, but, yeah. You can yeah, always, uh, yeah. yeah, you can always uh, get a hold of us. You can send us an email. Or, uh, yeah, actually, we'll take a look at our Instagram, Facebook, YouTube first. That's Simply Whelmed Podcast. Our Twitter handle is Whelmed underscore Simply. Or you can shoot us an email, like I originally said. It's yeah. Simply, simply Whelmed Mailbag at gmail.com. That's right. Uh, my Twitch is Simply Whelmed Pod Colin. Oh, yeah. I don't know what yours is. I think it's just Simply Whelmed Chris. Yeah. But uh, I did, when I was streaming uh, Cyberpunk, I did post on our socials, like, hey, I'm going live. So that'd be a good way to. Mm keeping track on that yeah we can do highlights and mm-hmm. I'll, I'll yeah my new year's yeah i tech savvy it would be cool so i'll watch some youtube videos on like how to be tech savvy on like instagram like by doing like highlights post on your story and stuff mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. hyperlinks in your bio all yeah. the fun stuff yeah all that good good jazz but uh yeah so next week it sounds like we're probably doing iron claw if anything changes you'll be looking you know you'll find out when we post this shit you know yeah just uh Keep it tuned in, keep it tight, keep it right, you know? <laughs> That's the answer, Chris. Everybody, bye. Doses. <laughs>